Hey, it's Adrian Tadzaniga. Just a quick note before we get to the show. These things seem to happen over and over. Uh, the audio on this isn't the most miraculous audio we've ever done, but we're kind of known for m messing things up. Most importantly, it's the longest episode we've done in 10 years and uh, three months, so I hope you enjoy it. If you are strapped for time, just race to the last 30 minutes. That's when we get into the Disney draft. It will change your life. We're going to the game. We're going to the game. We're going to the game. You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Board game noon. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I a brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Todzenig. I'm joined this week by two amazing superstars of comedy and sports thought, Joey Devine and Sean Keen. Uh, they're writers and co-hosts of Round Ball Rock Podcast. How are you two doing today? I'm good. This is Joey. Uh, I'm good, Adrian. How are you? I'm uh, this fantastic. is Sean. I'm also good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're all good. I think nobody's great. I don't think that exists mm -hmm. anymore. No. It's just like a like good feels like a fucking ceiling right now that is like, whoa, I'm good. Um, I feel I'll just tell you briefly what's happening for me. I'm looking out a window yesterday. I put food in these bird feeders and I thought, you know, for like six hours, no birds were coming. And I was like, man, this sucks. Now there's like seven birds and they're just going nuts on one another. <laughs> so that's uh, very exciting. I haven't felt as good in my life, I don't think, is when I put food in the bird feeder. I was so excited and then nothing came of it. All right. We're going to get right into it this week. Well, actually, what have you guys been up to? Tell me, tell everybody a little about yourselves. I never give too much on the bio. I make everybody tell me. So Joey, what's, uh, what's your last six months been like? Let's uh, say three months. the last three months has been a lot of, um, me laying on the couch playing video games. Uh, nice. uh, and occasionally trying to cook, uh, something I haven't cooked before, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. What video games have you sort of, have you, have you gone back to play stuff that you never would have thought to play? Or are you just like, I'm just going to steam roll ahead with what I got. I've, I mean, mainly what I play right now is, uh, I play a lot of Apex Legends, which mm -hmm. is, like uh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Well, Gordon Hayward does occasionally play apex legends yeah but i've been which is funny because i'm not a shooter guy or a guy who plays online but there's something about that game that i just can't stop playing it like tickles something specific in my brain yeah um, it's like really well designed and just really fun and i like that you there's there's a lie in my mind I tell myself where I'm like, oh, the longest a game is is 15 minutes, so I can play one game and it's 15 minutes long, but then I play for six hours straight. Right. Um, yeah. Chasing that, Sean, have, chasing the dragon. Yeah, yeah. Sean, have you ever played Apex Legends? No, I've really uh, have not been a big video game player at all in probably like the last 10 years. In college... We had like a PlayStation 2 and a Dreamcast, and we played a tremendous amount. And then I've just had a lot of um, non 
gamer roommates basically right. since then That's and the i worst. feel like that has yeah. really limited it and some things i just feel like are now i'm so far behind like i'm there's there's like twice as many buttons as i'm used to and right uh it's just hard because uh i would i i still enjoy video games but i feel like i can't possibly play online because i would just be killed within seconds over and over again <laughs> and yeah. the learning curve right now is just so strong that it's like maybe you could just get really good at scrabble like great yeah. at scrabble like you want to you want to jump back into it like a ps5 but you want an atari controller with a one button yeah, just to yeah like, exactly, that's all exactly. you need like like i just want to find out like is it are there still warp whistles is that still part of the gaming landscape <laughs> What I, I would okay, say, so, as a 37-year-old man, I wish my favorite game wasn't called Apex Legends, <laughs> because it is maybe the nerdiest game, like title in the world. Yeah. Like I always it's, feel like I'm hide. saying, oh yeah, my favorite game, uh, it's called Virgin Elite. Um, (laughs) it's pretty rough I have never played Apex Legends in fact I googled it to find out what it was that's how like remote my brain has been about a certain number of video games and uh, it was released on my birthday in 2019 so now I have a fondness for Virgin Elite that uh, you know maybe I'll I'll try it I did download Fortnite a couple weeks ago that's the point I got to in the pandemic Uh where I was like you know and then and I knew like you had to pay $10 to do whatever and then I like I was like, it's only ten dollars. But I was like, I don't think that's worth like I I would want them to pay me maybe twenty seven, twenty eight dollars an hour to play. That's just sort of how I think of time now. And I was like, I'm not I'm not going to do it. So I finally deleted it. But well, I, I it, yeah, what I'll say about Fortnite is Fortnite is the first video game that ever made me feel old oh. um, because it's a game built for like children who've played Minecraft since they were like five years old. And my brain can't shoot and build things at the same time. Uh-huh. I have to do either. Right. Uh, where like a I child. I don't even know there's building. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. You, like Holy so much sh- of Fortnite is collecting materials and then building a fort while you're like shooting at people at the same uh-huh. time. So you can build cover in these giant towers. And, like, you watch a child play it, and it's, like, second nature to them. Where, for me, I'm like, um, I don't, I I can shoot the guy, or I can build the thing. Uh, uh-huh. We I've, didn't have that. I had, there was, a, yeah. I, had that expe- I had that experience with Super Smash Brothers. That's when I knew I had aged some way out. Because uh, I saw my friend's t- kids playing it. And I'm just not that much of a Nintendo guy. I love Mario Kart and all that. But when I saw them playing it and I tried, I I was just like 60 things are going on at once that I, I don't even understand what I'm doing. So when they would jump up to beat the crap out of me, I was like, all right, cool. So for you, Sean, <laughs> when did you age out? Are you like excite bike? There's like there's, you know, there are two buttons. That was too many. Or do you actually more sincerely, when do you feel like you hit where you're like, ah, that's that's a yeah. lot. So I stopped having a lot of video games in my house in 2003, so a while ago. And I would still have these, like, occasional moments where, like, uh, there's a a month where I'm playing a bunch of Guitar Hero. But even even my sort of, like, most gamer-inclined friend, his big thing was that he had, he's, you know, he's he's an IT guy. 
really good at technical stuff. And he would always build these computers that could play emulators of old games. So probably through the even the first couple of years in San Francisco, it was like, look, this guy, our, our my buddy has this emulator that'll play Super Nintendo games, which was not helping me progress at all. Right. It's like, you know, <laughs> I was just playing in this really nice double A stadium and still basically hitting off a tee. And yeah. then, um, yeah, and then probably the last decade, just nothing. Just just yeah. terrible at everything. And even the games I would play, it's like, oh, my parents have a PS2 at their house, and they have two games. So I'm pretty good at a Katamari Damacy. I'm, <laughs> I'm good at that, which is like a real... Uh, it feels like a, a game designed for like lonely children with autism anyway. <laughs> when it's like, yeah, you're picking up things in the house. This is great. You're you're cleaning. You're alone. There's no opponent. Like, and that also kind of appeals to me. Yeah. So so I've not played a multiplayer video game in like ten years. I'm sure. That's you're kind of the perfect guest for sports anomaly. That's like people yeah. listening are gonna be like, that would seem weird to have you on a video game podcast. To me, you're perfect. Um, I'm gonna move <laughs> it on to to the actual podcast element of the podcast. And we always start with uh, a love and hate every week. It used to be hype and trite for the first four episodes, but we were shamed. And the the long running podcast that we had ten years ago, um, everybody's like, just call it love and hate. So it is back <laughs> to love and hate. So I wanted to start with my love this week. Uh, they're Black Lives Matter, and I can't breathe t-shirts now available in nba 2k20 and i just it's like such an obvious thing last week we talked about if if madden should put colin kaepernick in the game outright and i was like absolutely that's my position but it's it's nice that video games uh, are getting on board or got on board and they actually like took their servers offline for a couple hours to do this it just seems so obvious and uh so yeah that's my love of the week uh sean what's your love of the week uh, I just before I say that I'm I'm just very amused by the idea of people just getting furious that online play was interrupted for any time at all to make a T-shirt. Um, I love tearing down statues. I'm really into love tearing it. down statues. Uh, most of these statues are garbage. Most public art is pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> and I I basically believe that just because people 80 years ago had terrible taste, that doesn't mean we should be subjected to it too. Um, specifically, I was really into tearing down the Francis Scott Key statue in San Francisco, uh, oh, a wow. statue I did not know existed before yeah. it was torn down. But uh, that guy sucks. Uh, the Star Spangled Banner sucks. That song is about a slave owner sleeping through a battle. Uh, no thank you. Um, and also, I think we should put up more statues of San Francisco legends. By which I mean uh, those old twins, the brown twins. Uh, oh, love those old twins. Yeah, Tatiana, uh, the, the, zoo, the tiger that escaped the zoo. Uh-huh. What about um, the Sir Francis Drake hotel guy? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the guy, <laughs> yeah. Um, the parents on Telegraph Hill, uh, Huey Lewis singing the national anthem specifically. Uh-huh. Um, and I think L.A. should put up, take down any, like, confederates or slave owners uh p22 the mountain lion jonathan gold the food critic and the red hot chili peppers um and my home put those statues up put those statues up my hometown doesn't have any famous people so it would have to be tom hanks and the guy who um invented orange sunshine lsd 
which like apparently the, uh, was the gold standard for LSD for many years. When there's nobody famous, you go to Tom Hanks. You know, he's yeah. a catch-all. He lived here uh, until he was five. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good. And then uh, I, I do, I like the idea that I asked if there was, basically I asked if there's a Jonathan Gold statue already up, uh, which, you know, a literary deathmatch uh, legend. He once uh, uh, judged our show. So, I mean, not this show, because people are like, what? Um, but yeah, uh, Joey, what's your love of the week? Uh, mine is actually similar to yours. Uh, the fact that Call of Duty was the first video game to put Black Lives Matter stuff in it is mind-boggling <laughs> to me. Because Call of Duty, other than a game we're going to talk about later, I think, is the most, like, Blue Lives Matter support the troops yeah. uh, IP out there. And um, the fact that they replaced every single loading screen with a message about how Black Lives Matter uh, rules. And uh, good job, Call of Duty. Yeah. I still hate your game because it's uh, <laughs> the fucking, it's the worst of America. But good job uh, understanding that uh, we're at an important time in this country. Th this um, is the perfect time to talk about this. I've always thought it's fascinating because these games, these war games have always had that they've had the ease of being like, the Nazis are the bad guys. Mm -hmm. We're going to go kill the Nazis. Uh -huh. Now the people, like 30% of the, them playing it are Nazis. So mm -hmm. like, what are they doing? <laughs> are they like, and then Star Wars, the EA had a Star Wars game that started where you were the bad guy. I was playing it during the pandemic and I was like, fuck this. I am so fucking, by the way, we're going explicit on this podcast. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. We, I'm fucking sick of the bad guy. The bad guy is fucking everywhere that matters right now. Fuck the fucking bad guy so i was obviously i get heated about this i get yeah i i think that's hilarious i was just li listening to a medi hassan deconstructed podcast about uh defund the military basically and he was talking about that that is a a far-off goal and you're just like yeah the military is basically out there to shoot people who wear black lives matter t-shirts mm -hmm. effectively like internationally yeah right. uh, so it's it's wild man i've by the way i just want to say i have my biases in the world and i have my hates and i don't hate much but i realize i fucking hate the confederacy and i hate the washington redskins and i was negotiating why those are so uh horrible to me and i was like because they're so obviously fucked up and kind of evil in this mm -hmm. public way and so uh you know like i would like to like level up in how what i hate but that's like my two obvious hates that i can go nuts about and are indefensible moving on uh, well, I do also want to say if you if you want to see somebody dunking on somebody, this is my sub my sub level of the week. I don't know if you guys saw Ron Perlman, Hellboy's Ron Perlman, I did, yeah. dunking all over Ted Cruz. That was just <laughs> wonderful. Like watching public officials just act like fucking dickwads. Oh my god. Oh, I have a sub love too. Can I do that? All right, good. Uh, it's an, it's another podcast. The five to four podcast is like the best thing I've ever listened to. Oh really? Uh, it's all of it's uh, leftist lawyers going through Supreme Court cases, explaining why the Supreme Court sucks and oh, is man, always awesome. a political. It's like always been a political uh, thing. And the idea that Supreme Court justices are like these uh, uh, objective rulers on high is bullshit and we should not respect them. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's uh, great. 
Let's move on to, I, I'm going to download that because, yeah, I'm fascinated more and more. Like, basically, America is waking up, you know, and we're going like, oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, shit. It's almost over. They're about to close the doors on this. <laughs> Can we, like, get our foot in there? Like, get a toe in there? Uh, get a steel-toed boot in there? Uh, I guess we're on to the, the hate section, which, obviously, I'm yelling about a lot of stuff I hate. But, Sean, let's, let's have you kick off the, your hate for the week. Uh, this might be controversial. I hate watching everybody losing their minds about Bob Dylan putting out a new album. I just, <laughs> I just don't buy it. I don't, I don't believe people are actually excited about this. I just, I don't, I don't think that you're really like, oh, let me listen to a 79 year old band. He has an album called Rough and Rowdy Ways. Uh, also, it has the word rowdy in it, which makes me think yeah. of Hank Williams Jr., right. and I hate that. Uh, and what I would recommend is what I have been doing um, to my dad and a couple other people who have mentioned it to me is to just enthusiastically pretend that it is a new Jacob Dylan album. Uh, and and I'm like, it's been too long, you know, man? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, no that headlights or two headlights? Where, which direction is he going to go? You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I like that. I have yeah. no really follow up on that. That you summed it up. I, I guess my only follow up is for my novels, like last f five chapters of my novel. I did listen to some Bob Dylan, uh, and I listened to like the first thirty seconds of two songs. Very emotional. Got locked in, and then I listened to the rest of the songs and like locked, it like undid it. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm like not that excited about the new album. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure people can get excited. He, you know, he's. Fine. Uh, Joey, what's your hate this week? Uh, it's something that I hate so much, I kind of love it and obsessed with it. And it's, <laughs> oh, uh, it's Christopher Nolan's weird obsession oh. with putting Tenet into movie theaters right now. <laughs> like, yes, I'm so glad this is coming up. But, like, his weird, like, misguided, like, self-aggrandizing about how like my movie is so important that it has to and his obsession with being the first movie in theaters once they uh -huh. open is the weirdest thing on earth and i hate it but i love it like the, <laughs> the fact that they pushed him back a week to july 23rd and so now technically uh mulan is gonna be the first released movie in theaters is the funniest thing in the world to me because I don't think Disney's going to release Mulan but I feel like they're just taking time to like make Christopher Nolan walk around his weird modernist mansion just uh -huh. furious about how he's not the one saving the movie theater industry his, yeah his, <laughs> don't you think he probably has like a rock hard couch Oh, like absolutely. No, no pillows. There are no, no cushions yeah. anywhere in his home. He <laughs> sleeps on like a, a stack of bamboo mats that are yeah. somehow like suspended from the ceiling. <laughs> like, <laughs> that you know what's crazy is that trailer looks so good and I would be so excited about it. But you, what you're talking about is so great. It's so <laughs> wild to watch them keep trying to release it. And then there's this dipshit race with L Mulan. Like yeah. <laughs> nobody's releasing important shit. Like that you know what I'm gonna jump in with my hate, which is uh coronavirus is make believe. That's the whole attitude. Like sports, uh -huh. we're just like, well, when are the leagues gonna come back? And 
motherfuckers, there's a pandemic. Like we're not, there's not going to be any sports. Three uh, MLB, te- MLB teams closed their, their spring trainings. Uh-huh. Uh, 23 Clemson football players tested positive. I, I mean, like, what are we doing? Also, wear a mask. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to hear anything about what you have to say. Don't be like my sister. That's basically my pitch there is don't be a <laughs> fucking moron and be like, well, uh, bleh. it's so funny. I told my sister that people who don't wear masks can't say that they're pro-life. And she was like, that has nothing to do with it. And I said, well, she's like, it doesn't mean that. And I said, well, it means something. And then I made the case and I go, so I can't figure out what it could possibly mean. God, I'm fired up about some fucking dumbass shit this week because people are acting like assholes. I would love if sports came back. It's very unlikely. And the NFL being like, we're going to come back. Uh Get fuck off. That's the last sport I need to see come back. Hopefully, like, I mean, let's talk about the state of the NBA. Are you guys caught up on the chances of that coming back? Or is Kyrie Uh, trying to burn the league? That was going to be my my hate. Get into Uh, it. But I've already yelled about it on three podcasts this week, (laughs) so I decided to give you a different hate. Uh, It's fucking gross. It's disgusting. Like, the, have you looked at their manual, Adrian, at all? No. Like the leaked I've manual? I've heard about it, but it's, I have, it's, it's really amazing. Really? It's like they're creating like the jail from Face Off for the NBA uh-huh. players. Uh, like NBA personnel have to wear proximity alarms that uh-huh. go off if they're within some six feet of people for more than five seconds. Wow. But those people also have to be wearing proximity alarms, yeah. too. And then the players get, um, like, Fitbit mood rings that are supposed to tell you that you're about to get the coronavirus, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And then uh, there's there's the entertainment is so weird that they have these players' lounges. They explicitly uh, forbid playing doubles ping, ping pong. Ping right. pong, right. yeah. Because that's pretty functional when everybody's, Six eight and two hundred and forty pounds, just sharing <laughs> a ping pong table. Yeah, if you're uh, six eight, like playing ping pong puts you like face to face with a person. Yeah, right? it's already not that fun if you're yeah. that tall. Um, but yeah, they're they're supposedly gonna bring in DJs. Yeah, DJ sets, comedians. DJ sets. Yeah, but but it's like it's just the guys. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not like there's a club environment. Right. Um, and also basically just anybody who is employed at that park or that resort or anything, they're not getting any extra money. No. Yeah, yeah. Or tested. Yeah, so it's just... Uh, so it's Jesus. like, what bubble is this? And Disney World's gonna be open, they're saying. Yeah, so, oh my so what's the point? I know. It's so <laughs> but, insane. But Florida's had, Florida's had something like 15,000 new COVID cases this week. It's actually probably higher than that, now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, somewhere between fifteen to 20,000, they're... They're basically setting a new record for cases every single day. I think it was 4,000 today. And Orlando, I think yesterday, put out a guideline recommending that you wear a mask outside. Yeah, my sister lives uh, on the west coast of Florida, which is near Dunedin, where they shut down one of the spring training camps. Um, But her argument, I can tell you what it would be, would be, well, they just had symptoms, so they're fine. Everybody is fine. She's of the mindset of like, well, it's just that people are getting tested now. That's why. 
yeah. was like, no, hey, that's the Mike Pence storyline. I'm sorry that you get Mike Pence texts. I saw it happen when I was visiting her. I was like, what the fuck is that all about? And of course, we can't talk about politics. So I have to handwrite her a letter to be like, quit being a moron. That's, that's going to be fun. All right. I feel like we should move on. Have we hated enough stuff? I mean, we're halfway yeah, in. So. I can't ever pace this podcast properly because I just get wound up about stuff. But I will now we're say, move well, on. there's one thing I want to say about the NBA Good. bubble. Anytime uh, a reporter is excitedly tweeting out that the players are allowed to get mail, oh, is yeah. a, which is something that happened, is a bad <laughs> sign uh, for what your plan is. Yeah, it's like, oh it's like a mix between, like, it's like, a real expensive uh, boarding school that's also a prison. That's pretty yeah. much what you're dealing with here. It's like it's like uh, Hogwarts, but there's actually minorities there. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to... You have to make this sound with me. Breaking news. All right, so Madden 21 uh, and the FIFA trailer for the next-gen release. Did you guys have a chance to see this? I did. Uh, I watched I did. it. Yeah. I, watched I mean, it I there. didn't watch the full Madden 21 trailer, but I did watch the yeah. Madden FIFA trailer. Yeah. If you watch three seconds of the Madden uh, <laughs> old-gen trailer, you saw the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, but the Madden 21 and FIFA trailer was kind of a work of art because, it, to me, it was like the Zodiac Killer, the TV show trailer, it just was fucking crazy. And I don't know if you guys remember, what the fuck was that golden Zeus with the football I in his hand? That was very weird, that? yes. Oh it was it, great. It, it feels like it was like Roger Goodell's like uh, Patronus appearing <laughs> uh, in the middle of a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that is how he sees himself. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a white muscular quarterback. That's what he <laughs> believes himself to be. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. It it really had the feel of uh, something you show somebody when you're like brainwashing them and keeping their eyelids pinned open. And also what like it felt like it was like the, the kind of cutting edge stuff that like you two did on their tour in 1992 when it was like, let me show you something about the media. Right. It was, I mean, I, I found it to be so distracting visually and so aimless and sort of clockwork orangey, as I think you're alluding to, that I couldn't care less that the graphics look basically as good as the graphics on the other thing did. I wasn't uh -huh. like, oh, now my fucking face is going to be ripped off by this. I was like, I was just like, okay, why are you guys using these graphic treatments? I mean, and also there's a point where a guy kicks a ball in the net and then it reverses. But then as it reverses, something stupid happens. I don't remember. And then there's that moment where the guy's in the spotlight on a, on a platform with a football field, like, like falling off it in like a goalpost or something. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. know, man. I feel like we should someday do an entire podcast breaking that down second by second. Unfortunately, <laughs> this is not going to be the one. But I don't know. What did it make you feel? That's what I guess, you know, what did it make you feel? It, it uh, made me feel... <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. I just felt stressed out at the prospect of playing FIFA with somebody. Like it's already stressful for me when I try. And now it's like, oh, God, I'm... <laughs> I don't want to have to join like a secret society too. That's God. it is. That is a very secret society thing. You, I, yeah, Joey. What did it make you feel? 
Um, as someone who likes video games and plays video games, it made me feel nothing because it's the same trailer I've seen for 20 years now, where it's like, oh, wow, it's a football player who looks slightly more real than the year before doing the same juke moves while guys fall down. And guess what? Nothing in the game ever looks like that. Like, it's yeah. it's all a trick. Like, Madden in particular, and the game we're going to get to later, are so obsessed with realism they've removed what playing sports in video uh-huh. games what's fun about them yeah. now like like it used to be cool in madden to um like run a play action play and throw the ball as far as you can every single play but now you can't <laughs> do that you have to run like you have to run the ball up the middle for four yards every time, and that's not fun. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, my uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but it was great. But it was definitely like just followed on what you had said and was also exciting. And I just, yeah. my mind has just totally gone blank. It's blank is the soul in that trailer. Oh, that's what I was going to say. When I play FIFA, I'm, and I do play FIFA regularly, I. I use the camera that is so far away from the field that I have no fucking idea where Kylian Mbappe is. And that's uh-huh. the only person I want to get it to. I figure out where he is because, oh, he's at the bottom for this half or he's at the top for this uh-huh. half. That's it. I don't. And when he's celebrating on the off chance that I score once every three games, I'm like, OK, yeah, wow, that really looks like him. He's sweating. Go he's off. Sweating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. I feel like a lot of sporting games recently have really been infected by uh, the same thing that also happens in kind of like sports discourse where people get uh, like GM brain. And it's this idea like you'll hear it often when people are talking about football, when they'll say things like, I wish I could watch the all 11 film and watch everyone on the field and like really be able to break down the coverage. And it's like, what are you watching football for, dude? Like like homework you're going to be yeah, yeah. just like breaking down plays for yourself and i feel like yeah. some of the some of the sort of like roster stuff is i just always remember with basketball games it's fun to you know assemble a team it's not really that fun to go through all the minutia of being an actual sports executive. Well, what's interesting right. about NBA 2K is they've actually thrown all that shit in the garbage, dude. Like, there's no... The, like, association mode is, like, an afterthought. Like, they have... It's all about playing online now. Like, mm-hmm. everything is... First off, they haven't added a new dunk animation to the NBA side, I think, in three years. Right. Which should show you uh, the problem there. Like, everything in 2K specifically is all tailored to making it a live service online where you play against people in the, like, in the neighborhood, which they've created, like, this weird disgusting Grand Theft Auto weirdo <laughs> place where you run around. It costs, so the N, you your NBA player is connected to your online player, and everything you spend costs money, right? And I think it was 2K15 where to change your player's haircut, you had to walk him to, oh no, it's 2K17. 
To change your player's haircut, you had to walk into a barber shop where Hannibal Burris cut your hair. Uh, and right. to ch- yeah. to cut your hair, it cost as much as playing three NBA games worth of currency. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, it's expensive. Hannibal Burris. Think about how much it would cost to have Hannibal Burris cut your yeah, hair. Yeah, that actually. It really. Like it might actually cost like the the amount of three tickets to an NBA game. What we're gonna talk about NBA 2K. Yeah. So I just, I'll finish Sorry. this news. Madden 21 trailer, it just looked like people playing football, and uh, that's it. Although there was this funny moment in one of the trailers where it's like, new uh, tackle animations that are super real. And there's this moment where two people are tackling a guy, and then a third person comes in. And then it like cuts for like a split second and then goes back, and then the guy falls down in a way that I found to be unrealistic. And I was like, what the? Okay, fine, put that in a trailer. I'm at the uh, point really- where I think I could guess what the new Madden uh thing things are every year without watching the trailer where it's like oh let me guess they somehow fixed they somehow changed the stick that jukes and the stick that tackles uh-huh. and Nailed that's, it. It. that's one of the three yep, things i was talking yeah. about go ahead what else? you got two uh, other guesses yeah uh I, let me guess there's new like defense moves that no one will ever use Yep, pass rush moves. That's you use the right analog stick, but the uh-huh. more you use it, the more the defense figures it out. So you have to use them sparingly, I guess, which sounds super fun. And they've somehow overhauled their weird ultimate team thing, probably, right? I don't know if that's true. I only wrote right. three things down because I couldn't care that much about the rest of them. <laughs> the three things I wrote down, you've you've nailed uh, two of them. Actually, uh, there's a uh, there's four things then. But you can play like the new uh, career mode. You'll play high school, play college. You get two shots, two shots at the college football mm-hmm. playoffs. You get to p- pick between ten D1 schools. Hopefully, not schools that uh, live under a Confederate flag. Then, uh-huh. um, after your college career, you'll be attending the NFL Combine, where you'll have a chance to test your skills and run the iconic 40-yard dash. Now, oh, can I complain to... about combines and video games real quick? We're about to. We're about to go. <laughs> this is the stuff. worst thing on earth. So go worst. ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So we're gonna <laughs> accidentally get into NBA 2K. But here's the thing. So combines are the worst. Like it's a great thought, but you have like no warm up or no understanding and the controls they're trying to be innovative and they make them horrible otherwise you'll be good at it too good at it and then so i've been playing nba 2k20 i uh, went through the uh, combine what the fuck is the bench press it's impossible. you can't do like, any that combine and it hurts your draft stock which in turn hurts your player for the rest of his career it's crazy because you're paid less so like you play these mini games that have no like I can't bench press anything. I'm slow. Like these mini games have no correlation to anything that happens in the rest of the game. It's the worst. The shuffling around in the shuttle. Here's what I beg you to do, Sean. And I beg you to do, Joey. As soon as the pandemic pandemic is over in 2026, go over to his house and make him play the NBA 2K20 combine. He'll probably be fucking amazing at it. He'll probably no, be like, I'm oh, terrible. I can't do like. I could bench uh, press the bars will be like, like a zero um, times. Oh yeah, Sean probably. Sean will be amazing. Yeah. He'll be <laughs> really good at just the combine stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like a workout warrior when it comes to video yeah. games. You know, Kevin it's Durant a, also couldn't bench press anything at the combine, and he turned out okay. Oh, trust me, your agent Thomas Middleditch tells you that when you. Oh, oh I hate that so much. <laughs> I oh that guy. You don't I like find him so unpleasant. I don't man. I love him so much. I think he's a genius comedically. So it was fun for me to see him in there. 
but uh, who is the who's the guy who who is like your not agent but your sub guy who's always like, yeah, we're gonna help you do some stuff. Who was he acted by? I don't know. That's uh, not a good. Is that outside of the career mode? Because that's the funny part is once you get out of the career story, they're just like, okay, here's your new agent, and it's just some guy because they didn't that's want amazing. to pay Thomas Middleditch to yeah. do more. Yeah, to do like a thousand lines. Pastor, of yeah. <laughs> we're, you know what? Before we get to, because we're about to get into the NBA 2K uh, stuff, because that was the whole point of having you guys on. But I, I have to yell about some other stuff. First of all, Pokemon Go Battles for Sports. I like asking people this. So each of you have to pick three athletes from three different sports to define you as a person. Uh, Sean, you go first. Um, so I went with... Uh... I didn't. Re- well, I just picked three athletes. I actually did not pick three athletes to define me as a person. So. I don't think it defines I, you as a person. I'm just throwing yeah. that on top. Of it. Uh, for <laughs> for baseball, I chose Jeffrey Hackman Leonard. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, one slap former, down. Former, yeah, yeah, famous for incredibly slow home run trots. Also, his nickname became the Hackman, and then he insisted that it be spelled like Pac-Man, which I also thought <laughs> was pretty tight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very tough guy in fights and stuff. But, yeah, incredibly slow home run trot. Uh, the NFL, I picked Charles Woodson, a uh, longtime Packer and Raider. Oh, oh longtime Packer. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> he, was on the, he was on the Packers a long time, too, though. Just played Are you forever. a Packers fan? Is this why? Or have you just picked a guy who was on no, the No, I just, I just loved – I loved Charles Woodson in yeah. college, and then yeah. he ruled for the Raiders. Yeah, and he then, was like the Raiders' only good player for 15 yeah. years. <laughs> and uh, – and then um, my my dad, because he lived in Wisconsin for four years, he's always he'll always claim uh, a Wisconsin team by default, especially when Bay Area teams are terrible, which often happens. So he had he had busted at like the last couple of years when the Brewers were in the playoffs. I saw this baseball cap from 1982 that had not emerged in a long time that my dad was suddenly wearing. And he's a front runner. Um Anyway, Charles Woodson, he rules, uh, played wide receiver, played cornerback. Uh, and, uh, oh, and then the NBA, I picked Peja Stoyakovic, just one of the weirder dudes <laughs> in history. Uh, and he has the funniest, I would say Peja has, like, the funniest sexy picture of any NBA player in history, Joey. Yeah, you know I what I'm talking about? True. He's, like, shirtless, and he has a very unique chest hair pattern but he's also wearing a beanie uh and like jeans i'll i'll find the picture and send it to the chat yeah, please but, uh, please do yeah but it's it's like it. it's truly incredible it's like it's definitely feels like it's extremely sexy in like belgrade in 1997 <laughs> i love that uh, which i've been to and i know how sexy belgrade is yeah it's actually one of the people are beautiful, uh, but the town, man, uh, not not don't go for the beauty. Go for the <laughs> uh, for the boat parties on the sh- on the river where you go under like under to the I don't know what it's called in boats, the under part. And it's like you're just dancing in a smoke cloud. It's pretty horrible. By the way, I just realized that I've been recording this as video on my on my uh garage band which i didn't even know was possible so i'm gonna stop doing that and then uh hold on one second 
And I'm going to start recording audio. Okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm very excited that this Pedro Stoyakovich, I did a Google image search and the first, I know these are customized, you know, but, uh, uh, the the top image link for me was my own Twitter, so I felt pretty good <laughs> about that. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, okay, Joey. Oh wait, is that three? Yeah, you've got three. Uh, Joey, who who are your three uh, Pokemon battle people you're going up against Sean with? Um, the unbeatable I, team, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I chose professional skateboarder Rodney Mullen. I have you ever met that guy? No. Oh um, man, he is fascinating. I yeah, got to hang he's... out with him one day. He is amazing. <laughs> is he still? I know this is a horrible. This seems horrible, but he's still alive. Like he's still he's, alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. young enough. I mean, but, the world um, is horrible. Also, just to connect it to video games, you know, he's one of the classic Tony Hawk pro skater oh, yeah. uh, characters. Uh, uh, for baseball, I picked uh, Oakland A's longtime second baseman Mark Ellis. Oh yeah. Um. Very boring player, but he was like, uh, I loved him because he was a guy where you would look at, people would always argue like, wow, sure he only hits 260, but he walks a lot and also has the highest fielding percentage, but never won a gold glove. Like, I just love something like that where it's like, oh, this guy's so good at this thing, but he's so boring, we're not giving him an award. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... <laughs> I couldn't. I had to pick my favorite basketball player of all time, which is, of course, longtime listeners of Round Ball Rock will have seen this coming a uh, hundred miles away. I picked uh, Golden State Warrior prospect forever, uh, man who has who play who doesn't play in the NBA anymore, but now is an incredible player in Europe. Anthony Randolph, a man I once saw get so excited on the court, he started to cry uh -huh. as a young rookie. He was like Giannis negative two uh, <laughs> in that he was a long, skinny guy who could uh, handle the ball and would do something spectacular, but also 10 things that were terrible in uh -huh. every basketball game. But yeah. he's forever... The prospect of what Anthony Randolph would become in my mind is what he is forever, if that makes sense. He's like untapped potential personified, uh, which is what I love about him. Where, where did he get drafted? I think he got drafted I know him. to the Golden State Warriors. He's from LSU. He was like uh, the he was... 14th pick in uh, 2008. Yeah, in 2008. Um and he was traded, he had a, a promising rookie year, and then Don Nelson benched him his second year, and they proceeded to, uh, then they traded him, then he floated around for a long time, and then more importantly, he he became a nationalized Slovenian citizen mm -hmm. to win the World Basketball World Cup as the second player on young Luka Doncic's team. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, he was like Holy the Charles. He was like the Charles Oakley to to yeah, Luka Doncic because I think he got into like two different fights in the tournament. Yeah, both times with Kristaps Porzingis, he tried to fight Kristaps Porzingis. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's an ally too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and is that three? You've That's got three. Ronnie Mullen. Mark Ellis oh, and yes. Anthony Randolph. What a trio. <laughs> uh, I declare your team victorious over Sean's. Only 
for no reason. Uh, okay. <laughs> now we're going to do this thing that came up last week, which is I'm going to name a Star Wars character for each of you. I'm using this random Star Wars generator. Oh, and then you're going to tell me what sport they play and how they would play it. So uh, let's see. Uh, quantity, I'm going to do three because we, uh, we're each going to do this. And uh, I don't see. Oh, there it is. And okay. They, it, it, this generator actually is like a deep, a deep cut generator. So I'm only going to use the ones I've heard of. But uh, Joey, you're going to go first. Kylo Ren. Name is Sport and how he plays. Uh, Kylo Ren's like a high jumper. Uh, he does like a, a real Fosbury flop. You know, uh-huh. he, he has that like he has that like 70s Olympic athlete hair. He's got a weird body. He's yeah, it's yeah. something track and field. <laughs> well, it's got to be like a solo event, too. Yeah. And, and one that he's like constantly I, I feel like he also has a burner account and is yeah. constantly going on like reddit forums about the olympics and just complaining about <laughs> where the high jump is featured in the tv schedule and it's like you know it's harder it's harder than you think you know like uh, did anybody have a dick fosbury tattoo uh, <laughs> he, he also definitely there's some like real failed shoe company put all their money into him <laughs> two years before right. the olympics yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, like, yeah, Dan and Dave situation. Yeah, yeah where he, yeah. he he set the bar too high at the Olympic trials one year and just hit it every time, and they were like, "Oh my god, I guess I guess uh, Lee Ning is going out of business now." <laughs> okay, Sean, you get uh, Princess Leia Organa. Princess Leia Organa. Um, I feel like. Let me think. You know what? I think she's Team Handball. <laughs> and because she's like she feels like she'd be sort of like a captain of a team um she's not that big but i think she would be accidentally using the force constantly but not realizing it at first and people are just like wow she's really lucky like those are amazing trick shots but also sort of like being from alderaan a planet people don't care about that much it would be like <laughs> You know, team handball, they'd be like, well, that was that was okay. And then they would lose to a team from Eastern Europe uh, early. See, I think think she's a beach volleyball player like her. And she's famously wore a bikini. Oh, the only sport I can think Uh of where they wear a bikini top. But also her and Chewbacca, I think unbeatable it's uh, un- like they're they're the carry wash walsh of uh-huh. like space beach volleyball that's amazing so do you think chewbacca wears a speedo yeah oh absolutely yeah, yeah. oh yeah i mean it's it's you can't play without it uh, i got mace windu who i think is an f1 driver i think <laughs> i think he's like getting the confederate flag outside out of the out of f1 and he just seems like he would He'd just be amazing, but he'd be super hardcore, this pit crew. Like, he's just, he turns into, like, Samuel L. Jackson from uh-huh. Pulp Fiction when it's pit crew. But otherwise, he's just, like, a fucking Jedi with uh, his purple his purple sword. His purple sword. I think it's got a lightsaber now. But anyway, I just see him, like, ripping up F1. I don't know. Yeah. It, it feels right. It does feel I, right. I agree. It, it feels right. I, yeah, last week, this came up. 
I don't know how. Oh, I asked somebody to do a Pokemon, uh, Pokemon, but sports. And he just named three Star Wars guys. And I was like, what? <laughs> what game are you playing? And then I said, OK, what sports would those people play? And uh, so now I'm going to keep asking people that because it's super fun. OK, moving on. It's now NBA 2K extravaganza time. We've we've gobbled up 49 minutes or so talking about absolutely nothing. But uh, and I have this really exciting draft that I want to do because if, you know, it's maybe returning the NBA, but if it doesn't, who knows? So we're going to do a draft. But I, instead of starting with that draft that uh, I mean, I want to go to the player name tournament. I couldn't sure. figure out how to do this. But NBA 2K, since they've gone to the story mode, you in, because they can't call you your name, they give every created player mm-hmm. a nickname. So I mostly just wanted to talk about these because I couldn't because there are five of them and I couldn't figure out how to do it. But in the first round, it's Prez Mm -hmm. versus Che. So, Sean, can you you want me to give you some? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sean, I'm going to ask you first. Which of those two do you think advances to the second round? Majority rules. Uh, I'm going to say Che. I'm going to say you're going to go Che. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joey, what were you going to say? I can't wait to hear I, this. I was going to explain those nicknames, oh, why do. each character. Look, I loved the uh, my career from the moment they brought it in because it was like a part they didn't give a shit about. But I liked the fact that it's basically it started out as basically this is an RPG, but basketball. You play basketball games and then level up your player and you could create the greatest player ever. They don't let you do that anymore, which is part of the thing I hate about it because everything's connected to online play. So you can't even like create actual NBA players that exist. So like speed is tied to length. So you can't create Giannis, if that makes sense. It's the craziest thing in the world. Uh, Anyway, I I could yell about that for two hours. But so your character is named Prez in that one because he's so... Uh, if I remember right, the idea is he's so, uh, like, good at speaking that he's the president. Ah, and, yeah, that's that really has paid yeah, off. <laughs> that's his nickname. He could be the president. So, and, which it is weirdly also a thing they say about real NBA player Malcolm Brogdon, which is gross. But Che loses because Che's name is Che for the stupidest reason ever, and it's a plot-based one. So I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I'll tell you. So I can't wait. So LeBron James's company is responsible for NBA 2K20, and their entire thing is like, don't shut up and dribble, which is cool and great. So the 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 plot you're playing is Che. You start out in college at a fake college, and a player gets hurt uh, in garbage time and loses his scholarship. So your character uh, boycotts the uh, Final Four. So he's a revolutionary, and that's why they call him Che. Okay. I want to tell you guys a quick story. I went to Cuba once. Yeah, take my passport, America. Maybe I didn't really go to Cuba, but I went to Cuba once. And we got this guide who would take us around, and he was just like, he had a cell phone, which is very rare for people to have cell phones. Mm-hmm. Either they couldn't afford them or they weren't allowed to have, or he also had an internet and that wasn't always allowed. And he took us to this place and he would show us stuff. And he said, he said, Che Guevara is one of the worst people mm-hmm. ever. 
that people that we wear them that we wear him on t-shirts is an abomination because he was a murderer and i was like oh wow i don't wear him on t-shirts i'm i lucked out on that one i might have um he's like raul castro was one of the most evil men ever and fidel was a, a bad dude but here's to give you an idea how stupid raul castro was he said uh they were murdering too many people and so the people were starting to rise up. So Fidel Castro told uh, Raul, hey, no more blood mm-hmm. because they were taking him out and just shooting people in a field. And he goes, no more blood. We can't we can't keep doing this. No more blood. Then he finds out that he brought a bunch of people to a field and hanged them because he was like. And then he said, well, you didn't want any more blood. Like, that's the stupidity level. But this dude just tore into Che Guevara. So I've always been like, fuck Che Guevara. And he's not the person that we think he is. So this definitely makes me vote Prez over Che. Uh-huh. It's a three nothing. Is that how you? Because that's such a dumb and also a revolutionary. Uh-huh. There's plenty of Americans that have been fucking outstanding. Could have called him King. Ever mm-hmm. heard of that guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like it's wild. Anyway, okay. The next one is a stupid off, which is DJ versus AI. Mm-hmm. If you can tell us where those names came from within the context of story, even better. I but if sure not, can. And yes. I'm voting DJ because it is in a in a branch of just stupidest plots. The plot of your character DJ is maybe the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So you start showing up at a uh, street oh, ball yeah. tournament and uh, they explain that your character was a really good basketball player in high school. And he <laughs> and he went to college and he was a good college player. But then instead of going to the NBA, he decided to pursue a career as a DJ. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it wasn't working out. So now he's back trying to get, trying to play professional basketball. <laughs> Uh, so this is like this is like the ideal combine scenario this is someone's dream like yeah i'm gonna get hired to be a dj for the players lounge but (laughs) then someone's gonna get hurt there's gonna be a positive test and i'm going to join the lakers yeah and then you somehow get an nba invite because you play so well in a 2K sponsored three on three street ball tournament. Yeah, that's hilarious. Because so when <laughs> I got that game, because I, I for the pandemic, I went and I got all the NBA 2K games. That's what I've been playing mm-hmm. and playing through the story modes. And when I got that or I didn't realize with that one that there was a, a created player mode like the other ones mm-hmm. I expected. So I ended up playing the GM mode, which is about 295,000 <laughs> words of text. Oh, I mean, the GM like, mode is insane. It insane. It, it trades a player. Your owner's son trades a player for you at one point, And then you have to get mad at the owner's son and convince that your owner to fire the owner's son. It's it's bonkers. The GM mode is uh, broken and weird, uh, but at <laughs> least it's so they put some more thought into it than, yeah, this guy's a DJ. See, the funny thing about DJ, too, is there's actually a mini game. You can go to the Beats studio, the Beats by Dre studio at any point and make your own beats. And sometimes Damian Lillard will rap over them. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, man. (laughs) This is good. This is good. Okay. 
<laughs> so are you going to take DJ or AI in this? Oh, term? AI. Okay, I can also explain why. You're oh, yeah, yeah. Explain AI. So AI, the year before, AI basically stands for Andre Ingraham uh, because he was a weird 38-year-old Laker player who was a longtime D-leaguer who they called up in one of the last games in the season, and he scored like 30 points, right? Am I getting that right, Sean? Yeah, he's like a great three-point shooter. He was He was like... 30 but still and he was old he was i mean he's definitely a very old nba he, rookie. and he played his first NBA, and he played one nba game and had a really good nba yeah game. he was like 33 and he was just constantly uh he was just he was on the lakers d-league team specifically for like for many seven years. years and they yeah. called him up as like uh kind of like uh hey thanks for being loyal and then he had one it was like the last game of the season and he had one really it was, it was like a movie, basically. Yeah. Uh, so right. that one, you start out in China, and your name is AI. And it's like a nod to, like, you're Andre Ingraham. You're not old, obviously, because that wouldn't be fun. But right. And then you play in China, then you play in the G League for a long time, and then you finally get your shot. Uh, so I'm taking AI because that's the most no – I'm taking DJ because it's the dumbest – yeah, uh, but I kind of like the AI one is at least you don't have to do a draft combine. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take DJ because AI to me, Allen Iverson and uh, Westbrook. Mm -hmm. I can never the Russell thunder Westbrook. guy, Russell yeah, yeah. Westbrook. I can never remember. I always think of the word Byron, which doesn't make any sense to me. Well, there but, was a Byron Mullins on the the right. Bobcats and the uh, he was Thunder. BJ Mullins for a long time before he demanded not to have that nickname anymore. That's good. Yeah, I always I think uh, I think of AI as Allen Iverson, and I just don't like that they. Yeah, I understand the point, but uh, I'm gonna go DJ here. Sean, which way are you going? I'm picking DJ. I I feel like they're stealing nickname Valor from from Iverson, and I just like the idea. DJ makes me think what Ronnie Cycle's life. Could have been like if he took a different path. If he'd been a DJ first, who knows? Yeah, he could have been so much different. Yeah. Okay, now the the fifth of the names is from Spike Lee's uh, story, and it's frequency vibrations. Now, the reason I didn't pit pit this one against it is because this because it's a would win. Because it's, <laughs> it's the dumbest. It's the most dumbest, unrealistic. I wrote this piece for Rolling Stone's uh, uh, video game website at the time called Glixel and just tore that whole that story apart, which we'll get to. But um, Frequency, like his nickname was Freak, F-R-E-Q, uh -huh. which is fine. I think that actually is fine. But they didn't act like it was a nickname. They acted like this dude's name. His real name was Frequency Vibrations. Mm -hmm. And I stand against it. I, I can't stand it. So the question is, pick pick two to go to the finals. Prez, DJ, Freak. What do you got, Sean? Oh, oh, between Prez, DJ, or Freak? Yeah, it's a it's a three for all where you get to pick two to go to the finals. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I will take uh, I'll take DJ and Freak then. Mm -hmm. I pick DJ two of those. Freak. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. What about you? See, sure. I'm I'm gonna argue against you here. Uh, frequency vibrations rules, and it's because <laughs> it's the most spikely shit ever. 
Like, you know they were annoyed by that. They were like, yeah. did you give him a more normal nickname? And he was like, nope, this guy's name is Frequency Vibrations. Just like bugging <laughs> out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It rules. Uh, like, that game, the Spike Lee one has uh, some real problems with it. And it's mainly the dissonance between the gameplay and the melodrama that Spike Lee wanted to tell. But it's Was still... it the 14-minute scene where they just drive around a block talking nonstop that bothered I... you? Or was it the eight-minute closer where the dude's sitting on a park bench reading his dead friend's letter? I mean... Or no, it's the dead guy who's sitting on the park bench reading the letter. My bad. I mean, like, look, the audacity of it, I love. It's a failure, but I mean, to me, the problem is what you, what happens in your gameplay does not at all affect the cutscenes that are happening around it. Right. But again, as someone who loves Spike Lee, to me, I'm more just interested. Like, it's crazy that in an NBA video game your character goes to the owner's office and he's as racist as you could possibly be yeah. in an NBA video game. Like, yeah. that's crazy and interesting. Like That is, he, yeah. He tells you to stop hanging out with your quote-unquote posse. Right, right. Uh, and that's nuts! I like, gotta say, like, I have trashed this game and always thought the story mode was terrible. And upon reviewing my the thing I read and thinking about it, I was like... I, I, I was too harsh. I was too harsh. It's because what you're saying is really interesting because if it wasn't Spike Lee, if like they brought in just anyone, they would have been like, uh, this is this is going to freak people out and the NBA won't like it. They were like, you're Spike Lee. You're, we're going to let you do whatever you want, which means you get a 14 minute scene that he would never put in a real game or in a movie. And you get an eight minute scene. It's stupid. But also you get something like that, which is like, oh, wow. That's yeah. Okay. That's, and yeah. like, again, it doesn't work because it's kind of like the, uh, like the Metal Gear Solid style of, uh, like cutscenes aren't that long anymore. There's a reason right. people don't yeah. want to, people don't want to watch a movie when they're playing a video game. They want to play, even just uh, add hit triangle here and people will be more accepting of it. Yeah. But to me, it's still interesting to see Spike Lee, try and like play with the form of video games it's it's a failure but it's an interesting failure yeah. unlike every other thing on this list which is just like a boring completely yeah. uninteresting because they also have the same problems like in 2k20 once the story mode ends there's no more to do other than to grind basketball games that again they hamper you because i don't want to play people online i want to create Anthony Randolph, <laughs> right. the Anthony Randolph of my mind, and you won't let me do that anymore because you, it would right. be overpowered. Aren't you limited um, in the the combinations of things you can do now? Yes, absolutely. You're it's you're completely hampered, and they're trying to make it a sport you can watch, and it's created the most unwatchable product ever, which is just point guards dribbling for. 15 seconds at a time until they like no one passes it's unwatchable it's gross let me go back to being able to make a guy who can be 99 in everything and see if i personally can just dominate the nba that's all i care yes. about disconnect them uh, so frequency vibrations and he's, dj and or DJ, but dj because it's the dumbest and worst but frequency vibrations yeah. wins like look it <laughs> was taking 
Taking him to the house. Give me a uh, failed experiment over anything. I love it. You sold me. I'm taking frequency vibrations <laughs> and I'm taking prez. Uh, you take on. You DJ and prez, right? Yeah. You sold Chon out DJ Spike Lee. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> no, I took DJ. Was, no, he took freak. He took freak. I took, oh, freak. I took freak. Okay. Okay. So, and you took prez and frequency. Mm-hmm. Joey. No, I so took DJ puts... infrequently. Frequency. Okay, fine. You took Prez. Fine, yeah. I'm out with Prez. Prez sucks. All right, so DJ frequency. I'm taking frequency vibrations. Who you got, Sean Keen? Uh, I'll take frequency vibrations. I love it. I'm yeah, also taking it. frequency vibrations. Like, Amazing. give me an, give me interesting versus boring any day. But also, freak is a good nickname. Yeah, freak is a good nickname. Here's so really briefly. I thought we'd talk more about these games, but. We're not going to, because I want to get into that tournament, and we're already like 45 minutes over mm -hmm. time. But okay. what would you say, Joey, as somebody who's played... Well, actually, Sean, is not having played any of these, what yeah. would you take between 2K16... How would you rank them? 2K16 to 2K20, what rank? What order would you rank them in in terms of their story modes? Uh, I've heard that, that 2K20 is bad. Um, what's the one that... The first one where you end up going to a mall a lot? <laughs> Right, Joey? Joe. Isn't there one where there's like... Yeah, that's the Prez. That's Prez. You go to the mall okay. a lot with Prez. Okay, yeah. so I'm I take, I'm going to take that one first. You <laughs> 2K17, perfect. 2K20 okay. last. Um, okay. What's the Spike Lee one? Uh, 2K16. Okay, that's going to be second. So and then 17, what's the, 16. What's the defining thing about 19, Joey? Joey's told me about these. I just have to remember which one. Giannis Antetokounmpo is on the cover. G-A-I is the player name. It's There's written and directed by Christian Pechnik. not really memorable, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Michael Rappaport is the coach of the G League Lakers, and he's mean to you. Uh, I do like that. Uh, oh, also, oh, no. Oh, okay, so 2K19 has a long time period where you're in, like, Oklahoma in the G League. Uh -huh. And at one point, um, fuck, what's his name? What's the kid from the Sixth Sense? Haley Joel Osment comes up to you in a diner and is like, I'm a big fan of the team. Let me run your uh, social media. Uh -huh. And he backstabs you by selling you out somehow later in the game. He, like, double crosses you. Man, uh, and it's revealed to be evil. It's an evil Haley Joel. Okay, so that one's, oh that one's going to become second now. <laughs> okay. So, so you're 16, putting 2K19 20. Right, okay. I don't know what order that is, but I'll take it. Uh, Joey, I'll, I'll go next because I know the least. But I'm going to go... Uh, I really enjoyed 2K20 story mode up until the point where I'm now in the NBA and I'm just pressing Y to watch myself sit on the bench. Mm. But uh, in 2K18, I did the GM mode only in that one, um, which literally, you know, my, do, does every story mode happen where your, your GM like has to sell the team because he's a bad businessman? That's every GM mode. Okay. Pretty so much. I'm going to put that one at the bottom because it's literally prevented me from reading more books. So I'm going to put 2K18 <laughs> last. I'm going to put 2K19 next to last because I haven't played it. So that's on it, not on me. I'm going to put 2K17 next above that because they wasted Michael B. Jordan. Like the Creed writer did it. The writing's good. But I was just like, it. Just, and all their story modes jump around a lot. They're just sort of like, suddenly, something that you would yeah. experience doesn't get experienced. And then I'll put uh, Spike Lee 
at uh, second, which is a real turn for me. But I just think uh, what we've talked about, it it does make a difference. And then I'll put 2K20 at the top because it is the one that keeps drawing me back. And I keep thinking like, you know, I do I do want to play it. So okay. that's my that's my order. Uh, so I'm going to say I've put probably 100 hours into every one of these games in my life. So you life. have no credibility. I think Sean, then me, then you are yeah, the credibility. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. I'm taking... Uh, well, I'll go from the bottom to the top. Uh, 2K18 is, is the worst story mode by far. You're a DJ. The only thing Sorry. I like about it is there's a point where Paul George gives you... You go fishing with Paul George, and then he gives you a big mouth billy bass that goes in your apartment. Uh-huh. And if you go up to it and hit X, Paul George says weird things to you. Uh, <laughs> oh that part's good. Um, but you have this roommate that's incredibly annoying uh that's like it's just like the worst and there's a doorman who like does bits too many funny bits in 18 and they're not good as a comedy writer it bums me out um then i'm gonna say 2k20 uh i think the story mode in 2k20 sucks uh like because it tampers you too much with making your player better like you have to like they bench you in the g league for no reason uh as part of the story mode and you have to play games to get better to play the game so it's like purposefully kneecapping you for no reason um and then also the idea of a guy sitting out a March Madness game and then people, that would hurt his draft stock is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Then I'm going to say um, 17 uh, because it was not, I mean, the Michael B, it was funny. It was funny that you were playing with Michael B. Jordan constantly. <laughs> like there's a a motion captured Michael B. Jordan that is your teammate all the time is funny. <laughs> that is um, funny. Yeah, and like, then, what if you look at his career and people are like, wow, Michael B. Jordan, he just never really got that Oscar. What was he doing with his time? It's like, well, he got extremely <laughs> ripped to be in Black Panther and then, uh, you know, four months of motion capture work for NBA 2K. Yeah. Uh. Oh, and my other problem with 2K20 is a big one. Is So as part of the, uh, like, to tell the story, they created a player, like, that's an old guy whose name I don't even have, to have him be in cutscenes. And um, it kicks off a real player. And there's a bug where I picked to be on the, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. And it, so but it kicked off Brandon Ingram, which is one of the reasons I want, I wanted to be on a young team with other good young players. Yeah. Yeah. And there are multiple players that they could have just made not exist. But for some reason it chose the, the highest rated player on the team, Brandon Ingram. Uh, So why? Anyway, back to, and then, I got 16 the best because at least, look, it's a weird failure that doesn't work. But once you hit the gameplay uh, side of 2K16, it's the least intrusive. 
because it's kind of like, yeah, you're drafted now. Congratulations. Now you get to play as an NBA player without any cutscenes or weird garbage. Right. Uh, I don't have to go fishing with Paul George. I don't have to go to the mall with Aaron Gordon. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just like you watched a movie and now you get to play a basketball game. Right. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. I, You're not I maintaining will, a virtual friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized, here you talking about it, I do realize that I have, there's like so much stuff wrong with the 2K20 story, but also Idris Elba is not, to me, a basketball coach. No. Um, he just, it doesn't feel right at all. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I literally have all these notes that I took as I played, and I have no idea where they are. And more importantly, I don't care. All right, we're going to move on to the final segment. I've kept you guys for way too long. No, this and is that's good. Just, I, I, it's is... been my fault. I've been ranting yeah. about these games. <laughs> I've had no one to rant at about 2K20, about these 2K no, games for a long time. So now we're going to move into the final segment, which is the draft. Now... In the past, we've done uh, drafts on this podcast that have become legendary, and have even launched a live show that I've done several times. But what we're going to do is, because the NBA is going to return to Orlando some year, uh, I challenged all of us, and we're going to do a draft, so if somebody gets taken, they're off your team, uh, to pick five players and a coach from the Disney animated universe. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's how it's going to go. Uh, I did not do, I did not decide who... We'll draft first. So now I have to go to random.org slash lists, which I use uh, to randomize things. I'm very professional about this. Uh, and I'm going to hit it three times, and then uh, that will be the list. Okay. So let's see. One, two, three. Joey, Sean, Adrian. Okay, I'm going to forget that order. But man, this is going to be tense. So you, Joey, get the first overall draft pick of the entire Disney animated mm -hmm. universe. Who are you going to take? Okay, I want a uh, somebody who's good at shooting and also a good leader to be my point guard. Uh, I think point guard is now clearly the most important position in the NBA. And there's only one person in this entire uh, universe I think fits the bill. And that is, of course, Robin Hood. Ah, uh, holy crap! Wow, you stole my you stole my point. Sharpshooter. Right <laughs> uh, he's he's like Steph Curry. He's cool. Uh, unlike Steph Curry, he's cool. But he shoots like Steph Curry. He leads like he's a. Uh, he's just it's the best of it's all the best of both worlds. Uh, yeah, give me those. Give me Robin Hood. Wow, point a, a surprising pick. I feel like, but I don't know. I actually I don't know who to take first in these in these drafts. Okay. Uh, Sean, you're up. Um, I'm also going to take a point guard. This guy's going to be more of a James Harden figure, but also, you know, we've been talking about GM mode, and it's really important to have somebody locked in for years, and the best way to do that is if they are technically uh, enslaved to you. So I'm going to be taking the genie from Aladdin. He's <gasps> wow, generous. Genie from Aladdin. He can do a lot of things. He'll crack people up on the bench, and all you have to do to, to control him through his free agent years is just, you know, don't, 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 don't wish use too that much. third wish. Don't yeah. wish too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. It, like you just, yeah. If the ball is like in the air and it's like your 22nd season and uh -huh. you're just like, man, we're never going to win. And then you go, all right, we're using that third wish. Make it go in yeah. and make it worth nine points so we can come back with this game. That's, a, that's an interesting know, pick. Yeah. 
maybe you give him a personal services contract and free him if you he win the title. He's a little big for a point guard to me. He's I would have imagined a power yeah. forward. Yeah, but he, but can, yeah. he can just shrink himself into like a Steve Nash size if he wants. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Although uh, I do have a feeling he might like transform into Ed Sullivan and get fucking burned on defense right yeah that is gonna be a problem uh well yeah you did say james harden james harden's not good at defense right uh he is no okay that's okay i've nailed a basketball fact uh okay for my first uh, for the third overall pick i'm gonna go this is a little bit catering to my fiance but when i think of who the best players in the nba are the single best player you want to replicate that kind of leadership and that kind of fire and that size. So I'm going to take Simba as a power forward. You usually go guard here, but LeBron James, like when I think of Simba, he's got that same power and that might. And uh, I don't really love the Lion King, but I do love Simba as my first overall pick. He's a leader. He's a champion. Yes, he died. But in this case, uh, <laughs> he's going to come back to life. And I think dominate Joey, it's back to you for your second overall pick. I'm going to take a power forward. I want a big man to go with my... You know what? I'm playing small, though. This guy's going to play center. He's going to be the biggest guy on my team. Uh, Power forward or center? No, center. He's going center. He's a power forward-sized guy, I think, but he's going to play center for my team. I am taking Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, Oh, man. Great call. Mm -hmm. Great call. I don't. Yeah, there's. We were silenced because it's such a great. I mean, get <laughs> Ragged Ralph in the second round yeah. is a, also great. Uh, uh, okay, Sean, second uh, pick. I'm also gonna go with a big. I'm going with a power forward. I'm gonna take Hercules. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty strong. Does a lot of things. Accurate shooter. Uh, and you know he, he's a hard worker. He does a lot of labors. Uh, Hercules from what movie? From the just movie Hercules. Hercules. From yeah. Disney's Hercules. See, oh, Disney's Hercules. Disney's Hercules. Yeah. I was just like, I haven't. I don't know who. Um, okay. This is a controversial pick. Because if you want to go with a power forward than a small forward, it seems like a weird way to design your team. But I just feel you can't let this guy stay on the board for another second. I'm going with Buzz Lightyear as my small forward. <laughs> He's got the energy and the personality to really just bring joy and you know, he's going to be a goofball and he's going to make some dumb decisions, but I think overall he's like he's got, you know, he's stocky. I th- kind of think of him as like a round mound or rebound, you know, mm-hmm. a second power force. I, I I feel like I'm nailing this so far. Okay. He's back somewhat to you, undersized, I would say. He is undersized, but he's he's got big shoulders. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, the NBA is all about length. Uh, everybody, everyone in the NBA now is really skinny and really long. I need a three and D player. Somebody's going to be hard to get around, and I think we'll have a pretty good three point shot. I think he could play small forward or power forward, even though he's very below weight. Let's say. Uh, I'm You're about take, to take the guy that I think I, I want. I'm taking you. Jack Skellington. Oh, oh, wow. You didn't take who I thought. That's a great. <laughs> so he's going to play small forward or power forward I for you? He's playing power forward. We're playing. I mean, Man. we're playing small. I think he's going to be able to drag your bigs out and won't be able to guard it, be guarded on oh. the perimeter. What a uh, pick. A lot of people like that pick. We've heard the <laughs> clapping. <from laughs> I'm a. Uh, uh, I'm going in a similar direction with my shooting guard. Uh, I want length. I want I want that 
that you know the the reach and i'm going with elastigirl as my shooting guard oh nice also also kind of a big ass traditionally a good quality for for an nba player yeah that's nice uh for my next pick i need to get a i need a guard i need somebody who can run the team so i'm gonna go with my my point guard here she just feels like the right fit everything about her is gonna she's got leadership and passion i'm going with moana and uh, <laughs> I'm excited about what she can do for this team. If there's a wave around, she'll ride it and keep the uh, the momentum high. So uh, back to you, Joey, for your th- your fourth pick. You've got a power. Go- you've you need a small forward and you need a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, at at shooting guard, look, I love a shooting guard with bounce. Somebody that can really dunk on somebody. Somebody with vertical. Somebody with energy. A motor. He won't stop moving. Give me Tigger at shooting guard. Oh, crap. Oh, shooting guard, nice. Tigger. That's <laughs> so uh, much energy. Incredible. So much energy. Uh, uh, before my next okay. pick, I, I, have a cl- I just have a clarification. Does Ursula the Sea Witch have legs? No, she does not have legs. Okay, so I will not be drafting the Bill Lambeer <laughs> of the Disney universe, <laughs> Ursula the Sea Witch. Instead, at center, give me Baymax. From Big mm. Hero Six, just good, that's good the choice. Nikola Jokic yeah. of, of the Disney universe. <laughs> I gotta Google Baymax real quick just to understand. It's a good pick. What I'm doing here. Oh man! Wow. Yeah, yeah that's a very good pick. Uh, okay, that's uh, that's that's very good pick. You've really thrown a challenge. Now I'm gonna go a little bit off the board here because instead of going with a player, I want to make sure I lock down my coach and. Uh, I don't want you guys like because you're thinking player, player, player. But I've, I've, I'm going to swoop in and take my coach. I'm taking from inside out. I'm taking Joy. She's like the Elizabeth Warren of coaches. She's going to fire everybody up. She knows what's going to happen. She's going to keep the mood light and high. And we're going to, we're going to play. You took Steve Kerr essentially. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, back to you, Joey, for your all final right. team. So pick. I need another coach. I need another small forward. Coach, look, there's two coaches I want. One of them's going to be available, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I want a small forward. I want somebody who's kind of in between Jack Skellington and Tigger uh, is basically what I'm looking for here. Um, you know what? He's oversized for this position. Also kind of a bad attitude, but you do get, I think... Look, I've got a lot of look. Robin Hood's look. gonna put this together. Give me the beast at small forward from oh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh man, just took possibly my center choice. Great, <laughs> great pick. Beast is awesome, man. I think you've I think you got quite a quite a team here. Uh, the okay, problem Sean. is the only problem is if the beast falls in love with a groupie, you're basically left with Mike Dunleavy Jr. It's true. That's him in human yeah. form. But you know, you just keep him. <laughs> Keep him isolated. If this team's playing in quarantine, there's not really anyone he can run into. Um, I'm going to go with a controversial choice. I would say it's small forward. But again, I like I like the length. I like the versatility. This is going to be someone very effective. From James and the Giant Peach, I am going with Ms. Spider. A human-sized <laughs> spider. Just like that is going to be very difficult to deal with in the passing lanes. Oh, uh, great call. This is like the ultimate glue. The ultimate glue girl like yeah uh fantastic pick i'm down to well now i've got two players to pick 
I need a shooting guard. I need a center. There's a lot of a lot of people out there, but I, I kind of have free reign now because you're down to coaches. Um, I'm a little nervous because I probably should have taken Frozone as a, a forward, so that's <laughs> on my mind. Um, you know, I, I there was a consideration for Fox and, and the Hound, Todd and Copper, to be my coach, but those, uh-huh. you know, you can't take two people. Um, so... You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna knock my shooting guard out right now. I don't think you can fuck with Tinkerbell. Uh, just like we'll show up out of nowhere, pop and and mm-hmm. shoot. And I just Fair. think it's a it's the right it's the right vibe for a team that's built on incredibleness. So uh, yeah, I'm going with Tinkerbell at shooting guard. Now, Joey, back to you. It's coach time. What you got? Jiminy Cricket. It's the obvious coach here. <laughs> uh, I mean, his whole. His whole job in the Disney universe is to be a coach. Granted, does he coach Pinocchio very well? The answer is no. Uh, I mean, look, but I don't think, other than the Beast, I think I've got a really coachable team here. Uh, I just need someone to point Robin Hood in the correct moral direction on the basketball court. And I think Jiminy Cricket's the man. Uh the, my, uh, the, the other person pick. I almost took was uh, the the man, the, the Italian man who feeds the spaghetti to Lady and the Tramp as the coach. But we don't know enough about him. Uh, but he seems generous enough. Anyway, Sean, you're up. Uh, well, so I... I really thought I would I would focus on getting a good offensive coach. But ultimately, I don't really feel like... Uh, I, I don't feel like Howell from Howell's Moving Castle should really be eligible. <laughs> like, I feel like they own the rights, but it's not really a Disney production. So instead, I kind of feel like I've got a talented team, but not necessarily um, like a mean team. Like Baymax, the Spider, Elastigirl. So I need a fiery coach. I need a coach that's willing to get thrown out of the game, that's going to scream, give me Mr. Toad. From the wind in the willows. Oh, real. Uh, he's, he drinks wow. like Don Nelson. Yeah, too, yeah. He's so. he's kind of like shooter from from the movie Hoosiers. And I just feel like like the team's gonna be able to kind of coach itself. He needs to be out there lobbying like a wild man. You don't know what he's gonna mm-hmm. do. He's gonna fight the other team so Baymax doesn't get ejected. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, he's uh... Al Adels. Yeah, yeah. He's uh... Al Adels. <laughs> Uh, okay, so for me, it's down to center. I don't feel comfortable. You know, it's late in the game. There's so many people to choose from. I looked up the large, or the the physically largest team or people of all time from this universe, and uh, I, it like I got down to three, and then the story just ran out of names. It didn't have a two or a one, so that was confusing. Um, so. This is so I've I've locked in, but I want to make sure I nail the name. I've never seen this movie. It's called The Good Dinosaur, but I'm sure it's great. And I'm taking the dinosaur. The dinosaur seems like I will be able to be a great shot block artist, um, which this feels this feels wrong um, because I should have a funny, great reason. But my team is so good outside the center position it's almost like i don't need it it's like i'm I just throwing in a different center if i were you there was someone obvious sitting there i felt like for you who did you i would have taken i would have taken baloo the bear from the jungle book to play center i thought about it 
But I felt like I had so much strength up front uh-huh. that I actually needed height. Like I needed just a just a like a minute bowl style person to just wave an arm and block shots. I didn't need like physicality. So that's why I went away from Baloo, which, you know, tough choice. Okay, so if now you, here well, are the I, I would say, hold on, if you do get Baloo, I think you sign little John from Robin Hood mm-hmm. as an undrafted yeah, free yeah. agent, <laughs> and then you can switch him out of the quarters to keep him fresh. <laughs> I got to tell you, I thought about uh, Bambi's mom at, on the team. Uh, I thought about Goofy, but I just didn't, you know, I got such great power forwards early. I didn't think yeah. I needed them. Um, but okay, so here are the teams. Joey, you ended up with Robin Hood, Tigger, Wreck-It Ralph, Jack Skellington, Beast, coached by Jiminy Cricket. How do you feel about your team now that it's really awesome? good? I, yeah. I think I, I think it's a winner. I got the first pick. I lucked out. And it also wasn't a snake draft, so I kept getting the first yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. Other people I almost took. Almost took Dumbo. Dumbo's a great yeah. choice. Uh, almost took Ichabod Crane. Because, oh. again, he's yeah. got that NBA body, but he's too clumsy. Yeah. Uh, and as a coach, I also almost took Merlin from the Sword in the Stone. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Yeah, that would have been nice. But I think I think Jiminy Cricket is, I mean, I, a joy-level coach. Uh, yeah, I love it. I'm, I, I'm really happy with my team. Captain yeah. Hook, also NBA body, too too uh but he's too he's too clumsy but he's right. got that long yeah. weirdo li- yeah. those long weirdo nba limbs <laughs> sean you ended up with uh with the genie from aladdin at point guard electric girl at shooting guard you've got forwards miss spider and hercules plus baymax at center mr toad coaching that's a that's a strong strong lineup How yeah feel? i feel like i i feel like maybe at center, I could have gone with Maleficent yeah. from from Sleeping nice. Beauty, uh, but just like maybe a little too evil. I feel like she would be bad in the locker room. Yeah. And then um, who else did I feel like maybe got left out here? It was um, hold on, let me just look at my notes here. Uh, you know, I, I agree that Goofy does have you know a sports background mm-hmm. also um i was tempted to go with mulan at shooting guard for kind of a reverse juana man situation. yeah i thought about that as well but but ultimately uh i elastigirl's defense was too much for me to pass mm-hmm. up yeah yeah that's that's great for me i ended up with uh at forward simba and buzz lightyear you know, a little small, a little large. Uh, and then Moana and Tinkerbell at guard. And then the good dinosaur, if that's even the name of that thing, <laughs> at center with the coach of joy. I feel like my team, I feel really good. I feel good. I think there's a lot of energy, a lot of sparkle, especially out of Tinkerbell. And uh, I didn't, this isn't the team I thought I'd end up with, but I could have because you didn't take anybody I would have taken. So I don't know what team I thought I'd end up. Pretty great, uh, pretty great question for us to ask the world going forward. Um, I think this is the great bar game for 2027 when people are allowed to go back to bars without dying. Um, okay, quickly to close out the show, the Netflix Minute. What are you watching this week or what have you seen that you'd recommend to somebody else? Joey. Uh, to Five Bloods. We've talked a lot about Spike uh, Lee. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Uh, yeah. It's not my favorite Spike Lee movie, but it's really good. Really good late period Spike. I love this weird direction he's going now where he takes like normie white people screenplays and then just Spike Lee's all over the top of it, uh, which is tight. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's I think great. People really should fun. definitely watch it. Uh, and what about you, Sean? What would you recommend this week? Uh, I always recommend this. I would recommend watching the Dress Up Gang. Uh, you can watch it on the C- on the TBS app. It's on YouTube too. 
Uh, some of our friends have made it. It is, it's just fantastic. It's really funny. There's it's 10 episodes that are usually like two mini episodes each. There's a bunch of bonus stuff. Uh, and also some, some spinoffs. I would, I would recommend very much checking out a uh, cute house on, on YouTube is a good intro to the series. That's, uh, that's great. I just, decided to change what I was going to say. So I'm going to tell you what the show I'm thinking about is. It's uh, uh, the dude. Uh, it's a Netflix show. It's an improv or a sketch comedy based show. Um, and it's. Uh, uh, what is it from Tim? Uh, I think you should leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think you should leave. Yeah. I think Tim you Robinson. should leave. Yeah. Tim Robinson. That uh, that show is remarkable and a lot of the episodes are short i think it's like 15 to 16 minute episodes and yeah. so there's several sketches but uh man there's some real classics on there and i highly highly recommend it it will put you in a good mood He's which we don't get to be in it. Really he funny. is he actually is a genius um all right we were usually this is where i tell people to give sports sports get video game memories but we're going to keep this podcast under three and a half hours so we're not going to do that this week unless you guys have them that you're like begging to tell me <laughs> No, no, you're good. You guys, you guys yeah. don't care. So finally, <laughs> Patreon Power Hour. It's time. It's patreon.com slash sports anomaly. If you want to give us five bucks, that'd be amazing. Uh, Perfect Tommy, that I almost forgot to mention that I promised to mention every episode, gave us $25. So he's obviously a lunatic. But uh, if you can't pay, I will always say this, at least go look at the pictures for each tier. You guys, patreon.com slash sports anomaly. Type it in and look at the pictures. I'm so proud and they will give you a little giggle. Otherwise... Sean, Joey, thank you for being on on the longest episode of Sports me. Anomaly in a long, <laughs> long time. In over 10 years, in fact. You guys are fantastic. Uh, who's going to win the NBA title if they ever play? Uh, the Lakers. The Lakers. Ha, <laughs> ha,